0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. Everyone, this time for real. Baruch Mabam. Parashas told us. So the two kids grew up, Yaakov and Esav. He Esav was a man who knew how to hunt, a man of the field. Yaakov was a wholesome man who dwelled in tents. Zokt Rashi. It sounds like that this is only became pronounced after they grew up, but before that time, nobody knew the difference between Yaakov and Esav. Meaning, mean, it sounds like, you know, when they were kids, it's not that uh, during recess Yaakov was off in the corner learning from his pocket mishnayis, and Esav was, you know, shooting uh, squirrels with his BB gun. No, until they were 13 years old, they looked pretty much the same. They did the same things. They, they behaved pretty well by the sheer. No, neither of them had their phones out by the sheer. They were both, uh, they were all good people, right? However, um, when they turned 13 years old, all of a sudden, this one went to this way, that, that one went that way, and the Rashi says like this, When they were young, we didn't recognize their actions. Nobody knew exactly what they were all about. When they turned 13, this one be, went to the, uh, went to Kailal, and that's Maduyuk in Yoishiv Oyhalim. And this one became an idolater. Now, how that fits into Yodei Sa'id Ish Sada, that doesn't seem to be saying that he was serving Avodah but be it as it may, when they grew up, when they became 13 years old, they each took their respective paths in life. So we want to talk about uh, tonight. I think a lot of people are thinking about making bar mitzvahs, thinking about it, contemplating either for making bar mitzvahs for their children, or uh, their grandchildren, or some of us are 13 years old. Some of us might be up to the second bar mitzvah, 83, 113, wherever you're holding in life. In the five towns, people start preparing the bar mitzvah already. They book the hall as soon as, right after the bris. The day after the bris already, they, they're thinking about the bar mitzvahs. So the, in some way or another, everybody's thinking about bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. And here we have in Rashi that at 13 years old... Each one began, embarked on their respective path. So let's begin with the following discussion. Everybody knows that uh, the age of Bar Mitzvah is 13 years old. At that point in time, a child is chayven mitzvahis. Mehechitesi, where do we get this number from? Who decided that at 13 years old, a person's chayven mitzvahis? doesn't say in the Chumash that at age 13, all of a sudden, something magical happens. doesn't say in the beginning of the Chumash. By the way, Vadabra Hashem Adam odom I mean, it doesn't say that anywhere, that the Torah is only for somebody 13 and up. Where do we get it from? It doesn't say it in the Mishnah. What's the Makar? What's the source? That Anish, Anish is 13 years old. So, where do we get this from? So there's a Rashi Masech Denazer Rashi says, Anish is... When someone reaches thirteen and on. Why? Veloy is not less. b'chol ha We don't find in Torah Kula that anybody is ever called an ish less than thirteen. Meaning Rashi says the word ish is used many, 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 many times. And the lowest age that ish is ever referred to is somebody thirteen. And therefore, inloibalachidusha, we have no right to assume that something less than thirteen is an ish. Who thirteen is called an ish? Like it, says, like it says, The two sons of Yaakov, Shimon and Levi, each man took his sword. And we have a tradition, Shimon and Levi at that time were 13 years old. And they're being called Ish. Is a raya that uh Ish is 13 years old. Now, how do we know Shimon and Levi were 13 years old? They if you want to calculate, how we know that they were 13, go and calculate. So anybody, but not now, you know, stay here for now. But if, Rashi is just saying, if you want to calculate, go, go make the cheshboin ois. But uh, basically, I'm not telling you, but take my word for it, that they were 13 at the time. Ish, therefore, is uh, referring to someone who's 13 years old. Fine, that's a sheet of Rashi. <coughs> There's a tshuva in the rush. The rush in klal, tezayin, ois, Aleph, vishoshalta meayin lono dven ben gimel shan of yamechad is <laughs> a bar oynshin. Zok the da ki halacha l'moisham isinaiu. Halacha moisham isinai. Doesn't say in the Khamesh. We cannot derive it with any of the yud gimel midos rashas rishus b'hem. But Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai. Hashem said, Moshele, I have a couple of things to tell you. I want you to know it's not marumas anywhere. I'm just telling you the halacha black and white. Tefillin has to be black. And all the Shiurim, Raviyas, Kabaya, Kazaias, uh, Kigris, all the Shiurim are Halohla Mashim Sinai, including the Indian, that when somebody turns thirteen years old they become Chayev in mitzvahis. So, interestingly, in the year Tavshin Nuntas, in the city of Baroy Park, you ever hear of Baroy Park? They had a very a guest in Baroy Park, his name was Nasan Gestatner, G- the Lohoirois Nasan. And he got up to give a drasha, and he discussed this rush. The rush says that uh, how do we know that a, a kid is chayiv and mitzvahs at thirteen years old? Halach l'moish sinai. So Rav Nosson addressed the the following question. Oh, wait a second. Uh, the Rambam says that at what age is a guy chayiv to abide by the Sheva mitzvus v'nei noyach? So the Rambam says when uh, the guy becomes a bardas. Yeah. So. The Rambam doesn't say 13. The Rambam says when the kid becomes a Bardas, he already is liable for killing, for stealing, for cursing Hashem, for Ever Menachai, as soon as the kid becomes a Bardas. And the Chsam writes in a tshuva, and what age does the kid become a Bardas? Sam Sofer says, 10 or 11. So Frecht, Ravnoshen Gestetner in Baroy Park, wait a second. So you're telling me this kid with a Goyesh he's he's Chai Vimitsois at 10 or 11. And this guy, this wiz over here, for the Yiddish Akop, he has to wait until he's 13 years old. It doesn't make sense. If anything, let the goy be chayiv at 13, the yid should be chayiv 10 or 11. Okay, <coughs> difference oh. Difference. Oh. So Yitzchok is saying, very good. He says, you know, there's a fundamental difference between mm-hmm. uh, the, the mitzvahs on the goyim and the mitzvahs on the yiddin. <coughs> What's the difference between Shiva mitzvah noyach and the tayyach? Shiva mitzvahsmideyach are all mitzvahs sichliyach, they're all rational. They're all logical. They're all reasonable. There's something that one should abide by them, even if nobody told it to him, based on your own logic. So, therefore, as the soon as somebody becomes a bardas, the chayiv in the shavamitzvos v'nei noyach, the taryag mitzvahs are seichel the lamal it's daselikis. It's it's godly knowledge. They don't have a logic or a rationale. It's uh it's from the rivanish shalaylam. So it's gzeres. Exer- it's not gzeres. Exer- it's a halach sinai. Then at 13 years old, that's not totally on das. It would come out then, you know, so you could clarify, well, is well, a kid less than 13 chayiv in the Shev'l Mitzvahs bin Ainoyach? Le no! Because we're not Makabel, the Shev'l Mitzvahs bin because they're sikhlias, even though neither are Goyim. The Ramam says that a guy who keeps the Shev'l Mitzvahs because they make sense is uh, not abiding by them. He has to be mekabalit because Hashem gave it to Klai Yisrael and HaSinai to tell it to them. But that was the answer of Rav Nassim Geshtetner. Okay, Marv fasten your seatbelts. We're going to learn a little bit of a Kabbalistic idea. What exactly happens to a kid at 13 years old? I mean, here you have a kid. He's a scrawny kid. He's like 4'8". Four, four you know, he weighs uh, 104 pounds, if that much. He can barely get his head over the bima. Right? Yesterday... Yesterday he was uh, eating his mic and I, he's eating jelly beans. And now you put you plop this big black hat on the kid, or whatever it is, you know, he's becoming a bar mitzvah. And you're putting him in front of the Sefer Torah. And all of a sudden, poof, you know, he's chayiv in the kalmel. Like, what happened to the kid? Yesterday he's not chayiv in anything. And all of a sudden now he's a, what do we call him? He's a gadol. Yeah, azoya, a gadol. What, a gadol Israel. he's a gadol. What kind of name is that, a gadol? The guy, you know, he's a pipsqueak, the kid, and he's a gadol. Wait until, you know, wait until he's at least 5'2. Wait until at least, you know, he has some muscle. The guy still has peach fuzz on his, you know, he's not ready even for the shave. He won't even know what to do with it. And he's calling him a gadol. So this is a very interesting maramakoim I don't think in the shul I ever featured this sefer. The name of the sefer is Livyas Chayin, from Hagin Reva Ariye the Leib, the grandson of the Bach. He says, <coughs> Azoi, we're going to talk about this more Shalashudis. What happens to the neshama at 13 years old? There's, there's a growth in the neshama. But for now, we'll just say as, as follows. The zoyar HaKadosh asks the following question. It says in Tanakh, hachacham Einov bereishai. The wise man has eyes in his head, right? You ever hear that? Chacham Einov bereishai. So frek the zoyar, then, and where else, you know, the Chacham has eyes in his head, as opposed to where? As opposed to his nose, as opposed to his toes. He has eyes in his head, as opposed to what? It doesn't mean the Chacham has eyes in his head. It means the Chacham is a weir who is above his head. Because it says the zayar. a person is not allowed to go begiloy harayish. Why? The Chacham is above the head of a person. And therefore, says the Zohar, a Chacham is always aware who is above his head. Who is above the head of a Chacham? The Reba Now, says the Zohar, a human being, a Barnash, is like a wick, is like a Psilah. And God, above his head, is the fire. So let's just think for a moment. A human being is a Psil, right, is like a wick. God, above his head, the Ore Elohim, is the fire. What are we missing? We're missing one thing. A wick and fire is going to burn out very quickly. What do you need, Rav Say? You need fuel. You need oil. You need shemen. That's why Shalim Ahmad says, Never lack shemen. Never lack shemen. What's shemen? Shemen is mitzvah taivim. I Meaning, you always, in order to keep the fire of God on your head, you have to keep on fueling it, fueling it, fueling it. How do you do it? Torah mitzvah sema'asim taivim. So, Fortunate, somebody who's always conscious of what's above his head. Chacham, ain't The wise man is always thinking about what's above his head. That's God. And he's always worried, how am I going to fuel Hashem on my head? How am I going to fuel Hashem on my head? How am I going to fuel Hashem on my head? Mitzvot type him. Says the arshech. A very interesting thing. That the soul is composed of three elements. What are they called? Naran. Nefesh. No. Nu? ruach Nishama. when do we get these three components so most people would say Echveis, you know, you're know, you born with them no, no no you're not born with them you're born with a nefesh the ruach says the alshich does not come until your bar mitzvah and the nishama does not come until a bit later so you're saying that a kid who's 13 years old doesn't have a neshama yeah that's what I'm saying that's what I'm telling you I never knew that! Pal, there are a lot of things you never knew, right? So there three things. You have a nephesh, you have a ruach, you have a neshama. The nephesh comes when you're born, the ruach comes at bar mitzvah, the neshama comes a little bit later, maybe at 18 years old. Well, who, what, why does it say what? Because your nephesh comes back. <coughs> Good question. Good question. Good question. There, there there are various components of this. There are different dimensions of this. There is, um, each one is intertwined with the other. Let's leave it at that. Okay, says the Yom like this. When a person has a nefesh, they're one amma tall. When you're born, how tall is a person when they're born? The average height, two feet. An amah, an amah, 18 inches, something like that. And then when you're bar mitzvah, how tall are you? Chvez, two amos average. And then when you reach maturation to its full, you're three Amish tall. Some people a little more, some people less. It's not exact. It means allegorically. It means in some dimension, the same way we say about Moshe Rabbeinu. How tall was Moshe Rabbeinu? He was ten Amish tall. How tall was Parai? What did Chazal say? He was a midget. Does it really mean that Moshe Rabbeinu was ten Amish tall? According to Chazal, she's twenty feet tall. You know, and pari was what, one amatol, tall? It means spiritually. So when a person is born, they're spiritually one alma tall. When they become bar mitzvah, the al-shikh says they're two ammais tall. And then when they reach maturation, they're three ammais tall. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Yitzi remembers that it says in, uh, from Avraham 74 ammais tall. Right? But still, yeah, my al just baited into the sukkah. No, actually, no, he's good. He's ten amos. Yeah? Yeah. But anyway, Avram Avina. Fine. So, says <coughs> says Luv Yashchein like this. A typical amma is five t'vachim. So that means when a person's born, they're five t'vachim tall. When they reach bar mitzvah, they're ten t'vachim tall. When they reach maturation fully, they're fifteen t'vachim tall. There's a klal in Shas: Laolam layardar shchina lamata me'asar t'vachem. The shchina never goes below ten t'vachem. That's why Sukkah can't be less than ten t'vachem. That's why Nir Chanukah should be fine. Says the Livyachin: If the goal in life is to fuel yourself up with mitzvos so that God can rest on your head, at what stage in life is it relevant that God's going to rest on your head? You have to be at least two amos tall, ten t'vachem tall. At what age does a person become two amos, ten t'vachem? Bar mitzvah. The pshad in, why at 13 years old, you're in mitzvahis, because at 13 years old, you're two amos, you're tenth tfachim. Now God's going to be on your head, God's going to be on your head. you got to fuel it up. Why? What do you fuel it up with? Mitzvahis. A person is in mitzvahis at 13, because that's when you reach the age that God is ready to rest on your head. That is the pshad of the Livyashin. Okay, let's come back down to earth a little bit, and let's talk about halach So here you have a kid. He was born in... Uh, North Shore Hospital, and he came out 1 p.m. in the afternoon. at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and the doctor wrote, the kid's born at 1 o'clock. So now, 13 years later, we want to know, when does the kid become a bar mitzvah? Does he have to wait until 1 p.m.? He, we take out the birth certificate, and um, you know they want the kid to lane at 11 o'clock in the Keshul, and the, the rabbi says, go on, give me a break. We're going to wait two more hours. Everyone sit right where you are. No talking, it's still being Gavra Gavra. You're going to sit here, keep your mouth closed for two hours until this kid becomes a Bar Mitzvah. Or do we say, no, you know, that's a little extreme. Um, you know, once the kid reaches the night into the beginning of the 14th year, he's already a Bar Mitzvah. So this is the shaila of the Shach in Choshim Mishma. Simen Lam and he. The Shach um, is going on, when is somebody eligible to be an aide? When you have two hearers after 13 years. <coughs> Says the Shach on the third line, that implies that if a kid's born in the middle of, let's say, the night of Rosh Hashanah, you become 13, the na- 13 years later in the beginning of the night. However, says the Shach, the Lechem Chamudois is mesupik. When, in fact, does a kid become a Bar Mitzvah? Does he become a Bar Mitzvah in the beginning of the night? Or do you need to wait 13 years, Me'es, Ace, to the minute that the kid was born? This is the famous shaila of the Shach. He quotes the Lechem chamud. well, 13 years and one day, the one day, does that mean one second? Or does it mean an entire la you have to wait until the moment that you are born? And the Shach says that the Lechem Hamutus wants to prove from Toysvitz and the Rambam that you have to wait to the exact minute, and the Shach says his raias are not conclusive. The Shach, however, does not really come to a conclusion about when a kid becomes a bar mitzvah. Do you need to wait to the full 24-hour period of that day, or is it in the beginning of the night? Let's put that question on hold for a minute. Let's discuss a very interesting question. Raise your hand if you were ever a bar mitzvah. I think there's only one person here who's not yet a bar mitzvah, right? (coughs) How are you doing, Eden, right? So almost. Now, but everybody needs to know this. What is the very first mitzvah that a person is chayvened? when they become 13 years old. Ah. So, the uh, the famous comment of the Chidisha Harim and the Sefer Hazuchos, we know that Rabbi begins Shas with Me'e Masai Kairin Es Shema Arvin, And the Rambam wants to know, why does the Torah start with Kriya Shema? And I believe the Rambam says, why not Tefillah? The Rambam says, uh, Tadir. Tadir. So Nei says, what do you mean? Tefillah is more tader. Tefillah is three times a day. Shema is only twice a day. So Nei says, oh, wait a second. Uh, so Nei Debehida answers, no, Shema is Dairaisa. And Tefillah is Drabonan. Okay. Says Rechidu Arim. I would give a different answer. You know why Shas begins with Kriya Because first you need to be mekabel O'ma'cho Shemaim, the Yoke of Heaven. And then you can be mekabel the Al voice. Interestingly, that's why we first say Shema, the first parasha of Shema, and then the second parasha of Shema, the all What's the first word that Hashem spoke to the Jewish people? Anoichi, Yitzhi, Anoichi. It begins with the letter A, Aleph. And then, what's the first word of the Mishnah? Ne'eim Mem. And what's the first word of the Gemara? Tana, mehikakai, right? Tough. Right, Aleph Mem Taf M S Rosh Devarcha M S says the Chidush but then the Chidush says, "Let me tell you another chat. The very the reason why Rebbe begins brachos with Kriya Shema, because the very first mitzvah that somebody is chayiv in when they turn thirteen years old is Kriya Shema. Okay, very interesting. On the first mission of brachos, there's a parish called Toisvus An Shem. <coughs> And the Ansheshem has the following question, and we're going to see on the sheet, Rav Menachem Zemba had the the exact same question. If you remember, the first Machloikis and shas between Rashi and Toysim, Rashi wants to know, (coughs) Rashi's bothered, we come to shul, and in many shuls, if not most shuls, they dive in Marev, before it says and they say, Kriya Shema, the three Parshios of Shema. And... uh, Question is, but you're saying it before it says, The Mishnah says, And yet most Jews in the world are saying Shema before it says. So Rashi says, No, it's not right. It's not good. Make sure you repeat over all three parashas of Kriya Shema when you line Kriya Shema Lamita. Right? And that's, what, that's how we're noyeg. We're makved. Before we go to sleep, if you dive in early, before, let's say, 50 minutes after Shkia, Rav Moshe Shita is 50 minutes after Shkia, we repeat over the three parshias. But Tysus comes and says, what are you talking about? Tysus says, I, I know it's Vas Titzach people's houses. They go home, they eat, and they fall asleep, and they're half asleep, and they say, Kriyoshna, they say the first parsha. You, you think they get through three parashas? They're already in Lala land. By the time they're up to Vahayam Shamaya, nobody's saying three parshias, says Tysus. So, Taisis says, Azai. Taishwith says, there are other Tanoim here. The Mishnah holds, you're not say, Shema before it says. But what about the Shita Rabbi Huda? <coughs> Rabbi Huda holds that from Plaga Mincha already, it's Laila. You could have in Mariv, and you could say Shema. We are Noyeg like Rabbi Huda, that Laila begins by Plaga Mincha, and if you said Shema in Shul, even after Plaga Mincha, you don't repeat the Shema. And when you say Kriyshma Lamitas says toisus, you only have to say the first parasha, because you already yoytze the mitzvah rice of Shema. Now we don't pass like toysis, passing like Rashi, which means that sorry, you're gonna to have to repeat over three parashas of Shema after Tisa chavim. But shitas toisus is that even though the Mishnah says this man Krishna begins at says, we hold like Rabbi Yehuda that he could say Shema earlier the Then according to Toysus, the first Mishnah in Shas is Shaloi Kehilchasa. <clears throat> yeah? There, there's a convenient off button on the phone that usually works. That, that it says Toysus, that it comes out that the first Mishnah in Shas is Shaloi Kehalacha. How could it be? mean, Rabbi Huda, you're writing a Mishnah, could you at least write the first Mishnah Kehalacha? Wow, what's going on? You're writing a Mishnah that this man Krishma Shema is from says and according to Tseis, we don't pass in that way. We pass like the other tanam that you could say Shema earlier. That means the first tseis, the first Mishnah in Shas is Shaloi Kahalacha. Says Tseis An shei No, 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 no. The first Mishnah in Shas is Kahalacha. Because let's get it clear. Why did Rabbi begin Shas with Hilchus Krishma? Shema? And not with, I don't know, Emunah? And now with Brachas, why did Rabbi begin Shas with Krishna? You know why? Because the first mitzvah someone is Chayivin when they become Bar Mitzvah is Krishna. So the Mishnah is addressed to Bar Mitzvah boy. Now let's talk about this Bar Mitzvah boy. Every Jew in the world, according to Tesis, could say Shema before it says, except for one boy, one little yingela. You know which, which yingela that is? a kid who the Mishnah is talking to, he's about to turn 13 that night. Now, does he turn 13 from Plaga Mincha? Avada not. He has to wait until Tseis hakechavim. The first Mishnah on Shas is according to everybody. Because the only reason we're, lit, we're talking about Zman Kri Shema is for the Bar Mitzvah boy. The Bar Mitzvah boy Avada has to say Shema after Tseis Kahavim because before it says, he's not high Mitzvah yet. Says the Tseis Shem, it comes out, that even if you daven marav every day of your life before it says one day in life you have to be makbed to daven marav after it When is that? The night of your bar mitzvah. Why? Because you're not a bar mitzvah yet. Why say Shema at a time that you're not chayiv medar At least that night you should wait until it Even though the Zman Shema is earlier, but you're not a gadol earlier. So the whole reason we're talking about Dine Shema is for the Bar Mitzvah boy, therefore it is correct to say, Meimos <coughs> ba'arvin, And by the way, Ramanachim Zemba, Ha'goin Ramanachim Zemba, zayde was a Ben Baez by Ramanachim Zemba in Warsaw, and he was together with him in the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Ramanachim Zemba says the same thing, that according to the Chidusha Harim, that the whole reason Rebbe begins Shas with Dine Shema is because it's the first mitzvah of the Bar mitzvah, is Chayivin, then it would come out that this Mishnah is Kahalacha, because it's addressed to the Bar mitzvah boy who cannot say Shema and should not say Shema before Mishasha Keharim Lachavet Shumasa. Ah. So sometimes I get these calls, um, you know, Rebbe Glassi, in this Passover, you're at this kever, you're at that kever, so not every time I speak about somebody was I at their kever. Sometimes, you know, so we went to Italy. They said, speak about the Mishnas Chassidim. We didn't go anywhere near the Mishnas Chassidim, but we spoke about them anyway. We we once gave a shir here about the Mishnas Chassidim. Mishnas Chassidim wrote on Shas, two Svarim. Hoin and Choy Shev Anyway, <coughs> the Anyway, um, he says something very interesting. First, he, in the Hoin he says... Now, why does Rebbe begin Shas with Dine Krishma?' Because the first mitzvah that a kid is Chayev, when they become a Bar Mitzvah, is Krishma. Now, listen carefully. What does the Mishnah say? Now, <laughs> when does the man Krishma start? From, from the times the Kriyashma go in to eat the chumma. When do Kriyashma go in to eat the chuma? Say, shakoychavim. So why doesn't the Mishnah just say straight out, uh, you know, Why speak, why hinge Dinei Kriyashima on the laws of Truma? So he says a beautiful thing. Truma in the Torah is called Rashis. Kriyashima is also Rashis. Why is Kriyashima Rashis? It's the first mitzvah that every Jew is in. So they wanted to link together Dinei Kriyashima and Dinei Truma because it's linking together the two beginnings, the two racious. Okay, very interesting. And then he writes in the Sefer Choy Shav Mach that it says um Sikon Misha. You know, Misha is Rashi Tevoyz. Misha is Rashi Tevoyz. Misha Higiu shalosh shalosh Esrei Hashana. When we reach thirteen years, Misha Higiu shalosh Esrei Hashana. Okay. And by the way, Rav Tzadik of Lublin, who lived from 1823 to 1900. He also writes in the Tzivka HaTzadik, the very first mitzvah that a Jew is in when they become our mitzvah is Krishna. Okay, so you said, come on, Rabbi, I heard this already, maybe the Misha is a new Rashi Tei voice, but, you know, I came out here just to hear that. <coughs> so I'm going to share with you something incredible. One of the most brilliant minds of the last 200 years was Rav kain he was a brain, even from the time he was very young. In fact, what I'm going to share with you now is the bar mitzvah drasha that Reb Zadok gave in 1836 when he became a bar mitzvah. And at his own bar mitzvah, he writes, "Look at number 16." In the year Tavkov Tzadikov, 1836, for his own Bar Mitzvah. And you, you see a kid at 13 years old writing so poetically. In the year B'nei Be'zcha K'vatchila V'choynei Mikdashcha, I became a Bar Mitzvah. In the year B'nei uh, Sim. This is Reb Tzadik Bar Mitzvah drasha, And he says mm-hmm. like this. Going back to Shiloh number one. When does a kid become a Bar Mitzvah? Is it at the same hour in the day that he was born, let's say it's one o'clock, at one o'clock, or the moment the night comes, he's ready our Mitzvah. <laughs> says Reb Tzaddik at 13 years old, I'm going to bring a raya Barura, that a kid becomes Bar Mitzvah the moment the night comes, and you don't have to wait, May slaves. Why? Because says Reb let me ask you a question. Rebbe was a smart man, why does he begin with Dina Kriyishma? And don't tell me like the Rambam says, because Kriyishma is Tadir. Because the Neidah Behuda asks, Tefillah is more Tadir. And don't tell me, like the Neidah Behuda answers, that Tefillah is only the Rabbanon. Because Shmuel holds, Shema is also the Rabbanon. So according to Shmuel, why did Rebbe start with Kriyishma? Says Reb tzadik you know why Rebbe started with Shema? Like the Kedush HaRim says, and like the Toys Vesan Shem says, that Rebbe started with Shema because the first mitzvah that a, a Jew is chayiv when they become 13 years old is Shema says the Tzadik that's a Raya berura. the kid becomes Bar Mitzvah immediately at night because if you have to wait until May Yisla to the exact moment that you were born so if the kid's born one o'clock in the afternoon then Kriyishma Shal is not the first Mitzvah he's Chayivin if the kid's born early in the morning then it's Krishna Shal Shachris or it's Tefillin or some other Mitzvah how could Rebbe write definitively that the very first mitzvah in the Torah is K'yoshma shal'arvis? What do you mean? That's only if the kid is born a second into the night. What about most kids are born in the middle of the night? Most kids are born in the middle of the night. They're going to wake you up from day one. So how could you say definitively that in every single situation the very first mitzvah is K'yoshma shal'arvis? el mai says Rebbe Koyin at age 13, we paskin that a kid becomes Bar Mitzvah already from the night before. Okay? Pretty unbelievable, pretty amazing. And the truth is, we pass in like Rav Tzedek HaKai. The writes, in Simon Nun Gimel, Sivkaton Yud Gimel, that, um, Yud Gimel of V'yayim Echad, Yud Gimel Shana V'yayim Echad, Perush, you need 13 years, once the day starts, we call it already, a bar mitzvah. In other words, Ram says, immediately in the beginning of the fourteenth year, all you need is a minute, a second, and the kid is already bar mitzvah. The Shulchan HaRav also Paskins that way. The Noid in Madura Tinyan, says this is the Minog of the Ashkenazim. And the Stechemed in Chlalim, Narech Esmem, Aleph says this is the Minog of the Sfaradim. And, <coughs> comes Rebbe Kiveger and he says, you could even be Soimech on this for Deiraisa. Now let me explain what I mean. Question. A kid is 13 years old. So we assume he's a Bar Mitzvah. Can he lay the Torah? Yeah. Could he be Yisheh Yeah. Could he be Maitzi his family in Kiddush a Friday night? No. Why not? Because he's not Bar Mitzvah. Why is he not bar mitzvah? Because for a dairisa, we don't know he's bar mitzvah. In order to know that someone's a bar mitzvah for dairisa, he has to produce two hairs. And no one's doing that, padika. So, for a dairisa, what do you mean the Gemara says the chazaka of Rava. Rava says that once a kid turns 13, it's chazaka, he has two hairs. We only rely on that for drabanans and not dairisas. So he can't lay in Parsha and he can't lay, and he can't say kiddush for his family Friday night. Shabbos day, yeah. Yom night, yeah. But um, Shabbos, Friday night, he cannot be mighty, the, the family in Kiddush. When could he? <coughs> when you know for sure he has two hairs. Meaning, you have this kid, and he, and he sounds like, you know, he has a high-pitched voice, and he still has peach fuzz, he ain't no gadol. And he cannot be might see in any But So what does Rabbi mean? That we're soimich on this for a daireisah, What this means is as follows. Someone who has two hearers, do we need to wait until he's 13 to the hour, or as soon as the night comes, he's already bar mitzvah. So we will be same that if we know he has two hearers, as soon as the night comes, he's a bar mitzvah, and he's a bar mitzvah even for the iraisas. The other way around though, if he's 13, and we don't have the two hairs, then we can't be some for digress. So this is the shita l'chidush arim, the toysos an shey'shem, the very first mitzvah that a kid is obligated in when they become a bar mitzvah is the mitzvah of Krishna. Comes the chsam soifer and Vaichi, and the chsam soifer says, I have a different take on this. <coughs> says the helig chsam soifer, what's the first mitzvah that a child is, in when they become a bar mitzvah? The mitzvah of kabbalas oil malchus, excuse me, kabbalas oil Mitzvais besimcha. Accepting the yoke of the mitzvah Is besimcha. Where does it say in the Torah, you have to accept the yoke of mitzvah besimcha? It says in kisavoy, tacha sashaloy HaShem From there we learn, you have to accept the yoke of mitzvahis, besimcha. <coughs> says the Chsam Seifer the very first mitzvah that a kid is chayiv when they become a bar mitzvah. Now, by the way, the Chesam is not just writing this. This is what he said at his own drasha that he gave at his son's bar mitzvah, Reb Shimon Seifer. So we have a machoike, so to speak, Chedushe Harim, and Sadek and Toysus Anche The first mitzvah is Kriya Shema Shalavis. Seifer, all Mitzvahs B'Simcha. So Reb Pinchas Friedman, the Shvilay Pinchas, has a very interesting seifer, it's called Biniyata. It's a safer on Bar Mitzvah. It says, Hagoin Rab We know we have a rule in general from the Gemara and Erevin on Yidgimalam and Beis. Eilu ve'elu divre'el Kimchay. You know, they're both right. Whenever you could fulfill both, you try to fulfill both. So therefore, he recommends that we tell a kid, you hear this, Aden. The night of your Bar Mitzvah, try to fulfill both mitzvahs, meaning, Shema, <laughs> and in the second parak, when you're makabel mitzvah is, you do it bismcha Therefore, at the same time, you're fulfilling the words of Rebbe Tzadok and the Chiddushi Harim and the Tosfos An Shem that the first mitzvah of a kid is Kriya shema, and you're the Chasam Sofer that the first mitzvah is thank you. The first mitzvah is accepting the yoke of mitzvah bismcha Okay, Adkan the Shvilei Pinchas, and then I remembered. Not so fast. I think I found a mitzvah even before the mitzvah of the and the mitzvah of the Chidush Arim. There's an earlier mitzvah. Thank you, Alan. Very And that is, Rosh Hashem and Zaman Orbach says as follows Rosh and Orbach says, I have a question for you. There's an issue. This little kid, the day before, so he was a katan. He made brachas as a katan. So he's learning that day as a katan. Comes the night, <coughs> now he's a gadol. Does the brachas HaToyrah that he made in the morning, does that cover him for the learning he's going to do at night? Maybe not, maybe not. So what's he going to do? He's going to make another bracha? Says of Shomazam, and we should tell Bar Mitzvah boys... That the night of their bar mitzvah, when they say ahavasoila, they should be mechavein to be yitze birchatoira when they say "Avasolam. The same way if someone's unsure if they said brhasatoira, they could be and avaraba or Avasoylam, whatever your minog is. So too, this bar mitzvah boy since the bar the, the, the asatoira, they said in the morning was as a katan, then when he says it at night, he should be mechavein to mikhaim the mitzvah of brhasatorira. Now, Shagasary says Birchatira is a mitzvah and that comes before Shema. So the Khairo, that's the, the first mitzvah da'irai, so that a kid. So then it will come out, the hachud Mashula shlevim you not take. We're going to tell the bar mitzvah boy, we're going to give him very, very uh, strict instructions. The night of your bar mitzvah, we're going to give you three things to have in mind. Number one, when you say, Ava Soilam, you're going to be Mekayim the mitzvah of Then right after that, when you say Shema, you're Mekayim Shema. And then right after that, you're mekayim kabalas all mitzvois b'simcha. Now don't forget, after mariv, you should learn right away because whenever you use avarab or as Rechazatari, you're supposed to learn right away. So this this way, you do that, you're good to go. You're covered. All your bases are covered. Your yoyts say oh, all the gedolim, all oh, the we are going to have nachas from you, and uh, you set yourself up on the right path. And so now you're now everybody's thinking, oh, I blew it. I blew my night of my my bar mitzvah. You know, I can never make that up. Don't worry. <coughs> There's something called... This has nothing to do with the sheer. I heard this from Victor Miller. There's something called, called retroactive Bechira. What you do is you say to yourself, I wish the night of my Bar Mitzvah I did X, Y, and Z. And then you get tzchar for it. So right now, we, we're sitting here. Gradus, somebody told me the night of my Bar Mitzvah, that I should be mechavin' by for I don't think I even know what he's talking about. But now, you know... Now, I think I finally understood what he was trying to tell me. Um, so now we have retroactive bahira that, you know, 20 years ago, whatever it was, 25 years ago, we wish, or longer, that we, we, we wish we did it right. And then it's considered like we did it right. You can always go back. That's what we learned from the midst of shikha. Shikha is when you dropped it, you had no intention to drop it. Then you realize, I dropped it, okay, I'm happy I dropped it. But Miller would say, from there we learned there's something called retroactive bahira. That even if at the time you didn't do it right, you could, after the fact, think what you would have liked to do, and then it's like you did it anyway. Let's move on. So you make the bar mitzvah. So now, now the kid's ready to go. You prepare the kid with the briches haTorah and the kriyishma and the kabbalas and mitzvahs be'simcha. Now we have a bar mitzvah boy. Now we're up to the party. What's this party all about? Why do you have to make a party? Should you make a party? Is it a waste of money? Probably most of it is. But what's the Indian of making a Suda? It does it, does it uh, say anywhere? Blind, uh, <coughs> ah. Said, uh, uh. Sili, right? So the famous Yamshash Olimah, he begins like this. You know, he says in his time people used to like to make Hanukkah Sabayas. So, you know, even back then people would build these new houses. I'm sure nowhere near the Hidurim that they have today. And, uh, and all the, you know, all the chumras and the homes that we have today. But they also had, uh, they used to build new houses. And the question is, is it an Indian to make a suda, Chanukah Sabayis? So basically, the says, it's ridiculous, it's a joke, it's just an excuse to drink. However, he says, if you withhold yourself, refrain, from having any physical enjoyment in your home, until you gather together some tamir chachamim to speak divrei taira, and only then do you begin to use your home, so then, you know what he says? Then it would be a sudas mitzvah. Even a Chanukah Sabayas would be a sudas mitzvah. And what about a bar mitzvah? So the famous words of the Amsho Shloimai are in Baba Kama, Pergzayin, Oyslamat Zayin. The shita of the Yam Shloimai is sudas bar mitzvah, ein l'cha sudas mitzvah gadoila mizu. He says, sudas bar mitzvah that the Ashkenazim make, I don't know, maybe the Sfaradim didn't make, but at least the Ashkenazim made. There's no greater simcha. First of all, Shema Yochiyach alav. That's the name of it. Sudas Bar Mitzvah. It's called the Sudas Mitzvah. But more than that, he says, I'm going to bring you a Raya Brura to so sudas Mitzvah. Why? There's a man by the name of Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina said, Godol Mitzvah Faisa Mitzvah Greater is someone who's commanded and he does a mitzvah than someone who's not commanded and does a mitzvah. Rabbi Yosef was blind. Rabbi Yosef says that at first, anyone who told me the halachas is like Rabbi Huda, that a blind person is potter from mitzvahs, I would make a big party. Because here it is, I do mitzvahs anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm this great guy. I'm potter from mitzvahs. So if anyone would tell me the is like Rabbi Huda, that a blind man's potter from mitzvahs, I would make a big party. But now that I heard that it's better to be a Matsuva v'oysah than an enimitzvah Aysa, if anyone tells me the halacha is not like Rabbi Huda, I'll make a big party. So let's think about the party that Rabbi, that Rabbi Yosef would make. If somebody would say the halacha is not like Rabbi Huda, then he would make a party. Why? <coughs> because, because if the halacha is not like Rabbi Huda then he is chayiv in mitzvahs. But wait a second. He was chayiv in mitzvahs the whole time. It's just that he didn't know he was chayiv in mitzvahs until they said the halacha is like Rabbi Huda. So what do we see from here? That even merely having the knowledge that you're chayiv in mitzvahs warrants a party. It says the Yom If someone who was chayiv in mitzvahs the whole time, but he didn't know and now he knows it makes a suda, Someone who wasn't chayv and now is chayv in mitzvahs. mitzvah So, so that sounds great, you know. Roll out the roll out the party. Let's let's you know, let's get it going. But says the Yom In my opinion, our mitzvahs are all a waste of time. They're nonsense. Why are they nonsense? But what do you mean? I just said sudas He said, no. He says, it's wrong. Why? So One second. These little kids, they don't have two hairs. You want to rely on the Chazak of Rava? So no problem. So then the night that they become Bar Mitzvah, make a party. Why didn't you make the party then? Oh, it wasn't convenient for you? Because you don't like Tuesday nights? You don't like Wednesday nights? You only like Sunday nights? Yo, oh, because the kid was in the summer, so you're going to wait until after Labor Day. So, so now, because you waited six weeks, now it's a Sudas Mitzvah. It's a Sudas Mitzvah, boy, be It's not boy, be It's bittozman, it's bittototoira, it's bitto It's You like to give money to caterers? No problem. You want to just hand random money to random caterers random party planners? That, that's your prerogative about Tashris, But just call it a Sudas Mitzvah. Sudas Mitzvah, it's not boy, be However, if the kid darshins that is bar mitzvah, then it becomes a Sudas mitzvah even if it's not boy beyim. Why? It's no less than a Chanukah Sabayis. So this is the famous psaq of the yam shoshanim. Then, when the bar mitzvah is boy beyim, it's a Sudas mitzvah. When the bar mitzvah is not boy beyim, it's only Sudas mitzvah if the kid darshins. Now, why does the kid have to darshan? L'chayra means if, if divrei Torah are said regarding the, the uh, simcha. L'chayra. This is the shiit of the Yam Shlaimai The Magen Avram quotes it l'halacha. The Ephraim uh, Zammar Agol also says something very interesting. You know, during the nine days you now how to eat meat. But if it's a Sudas Mitzvah, you'll it, to eat meat. So if the kid has a boy behind Bar Mitzvah, you can have meat. Oh, but the Yam Shoshleimai says if the kid talks, it's also Sudas Mitzvah. So here you have a kid. He's 17 years old. The father never made a mitzvah because he wanted to have a flesh fest in the middle of the nine days so that everybody could have meat. <laughs> says Yahfraim, don't push off the kids of our mitzvah just as an excuse to have meat during the nine days. It is b'y'be y'im, hate, but not if it doesn't come out during the, during the nine days. Lamaisa, the Shamsa is Divrei Malkiel, has a very interesting take on the Yamshashoma. You know, if you just take the Yamshashoma at face value, so when is it a Sudas mitzvah? Either b'y'be y'im, or not by B'ayim if the kid talks. So no, it's not true. Only if the kid talks and he put on tefillin that day. But if he already put on tefillin on the day he became Bar Mitzvah, and now you're pushing off the Bar Mitzvah for convenience, even if he talks, it's not a Suda's Mitzvah. It has to be that he's Neschanich b'mitzvahs on that day, which is never, ever the case. Most people, they put on tefillin before the Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> which is also, you should ask What the correct thing to do? When, when should a kid start putting on tefillin? <coughs> then he put on ayim But nobody starts putting on tefillin the day that the convenience works out, that they become bar mitzvah. And according to Diveri Malkia, then it's a sudas mitzvah. Now, who should you invite to the bar mitzvah? Now, believe me, believe me, this is not self-serving, I'm telling you. So the, the ben Chai says that... Um, We'll talk about a different time, the concept of the Bracha of Baruch Shepetrani, that he says you should be marvin, the Suda, because this Suda is a great defense for Klal Yisrael. It brings Melitze Yisharim on Klal Yisrael. The Malachim look down and say, Yoban look how your children are rejoicing that they're chayvin mitzvahs. And says the uh, Beneshchai. Now this is very important. People want to know, Hmm. what is my role at a Bar Mitzvah? I'm invited to a Bar Mitzvah. What am I doing there? You know, here it is, I have shiurim at night, or I could relax, I could do something productive. And now I have to sit there in some loud affair, they're banging, clapping music, you know, my hearing is, is going down or at an early age. What, what, what am I doing at the Bar Mitzvah? What is my role at a Bar Mitzvah? The main function of a person attending the Bar Mitzvah is to give the kid a bracha, that he should be Zoika to grow taira your Shemayim and so so, you're telling me that if I went to a bar mitzvah, I didn't give a kid a bracha, I blew the night. Yeah, that exactly. Yes, yeah, so I'm telling you that if you went to bar mitzvah, you have to make sure that's the main function of attending a bar mitzvah to be Mavarech the kid. But it says the ben you should invite to chachamim, and they should be Mavarech the kid with their hands on their head, the brichas koyanim. Fine. Let's end off with one. With one interesting thought from the Shalas HaTshubah's Divrei Yitziv of the Kleisenberger Rebbe. <coughs> he says like this, What is the father so happy about after my mitzvah? You know what he's happy about? He's happy his kid is not like Esau. The Dasa Kinyan Balei says in this week's parsha that when Esau was born, they took a look at him, he was all red, and they couldn't give him a Brismila because they thought that his blood was not absorbed in his body. So they held off. And the father said, when you grow up, when you become a Godal, we'll give you a bris at 13. And Esau had his bar mitzvah. The father said, no, now, show in sight. And Esau said, thanks, but no thanks. You yeah, know, I appreciate the offer. And Esau did not have a bris mila. says, so the Kleisenberger Rebbe, when the Tata sees the kid, he's making a brach on the Torah, and he's making a brach on the tefillin, and he's using his bris to be neschanich, the mitzvah. So, Bar Hashem, that... Uh, that's the simcha of the bar mitzvah. But these are some things to think about. And like I said, if a person didn't know this when they were bar mitzvah, it's never too late. You can always, you can go back in time. You can always think later what you should have thought before. And uh, we should all utilize our when we're invited to bar mitzvahs for the right thing, for the right purpose, for mavarich the child. And uh, if we have the opportunity. To make a bar mitzvah for our children or grandchildren, then we should have in mind that uh, the enjoy the happiness is to inaugurate the child in the al ha mitzvahs, whether it's kriyishma, whether it's mekabelas olmitzus besimcha, whether it's brachas ha'toyra, and we should have nachas from all the bar mitzvah boys in klal yisrael. Ad